everybody. You are back for another episode of Is It That Deep, though, with Joy and Cynthia. There's no cadence to these podcasts anymore. Not really. <laughs> not really. Just <laughs> the vibe radio hour. The cadence is vibes. It's just when, <laughs> when it works for us to record and when it works for me to have it edited and posted by. But there will reliably be episodes. It's just going to happen. I was out of town. Mm-hmm. Whole, this whole week so yeah. and then the week before that i was visiting my mom so no recording but we're actually only a day behind from what that's our regular true. schedule would be because i just flew back from seattle today yes that's true so it's actually not that bad and i was thinking like the alternative would be to be super rigid and have it like okay we have to do it on this day and get it done by this time and i mean if we was getting paid it's not that deep though it is not that deep though there you go our, our like 10 to 20 loyal listeners would be that's all this. y'all i re- appreciate every single one of y'all i'm like who are these people four of them are us <laughs> if i really like the episode i'll listen twice i will i will too i listen yeah, yeah. there's some listen- that we've had from like months ago that i really enjoy i can't remember i was listening to some at the airport this week and i was like we are so fucking funny <laughs> so bro funny. literally <laughs> i started doing i started doing like walks like daily walks in addition to other stuff and i listened to us on our walks and again I, I guess i have to look back but there's one episode in particular that i listened to what's your favorite bit that you can remember so far Oh, I, mean, I can go I'll, first if you need time. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so my favorite bit at this moment that I when I listen when I find the episode, I don't remember which one it is, but when I find it, I crack up. It's when we started talking about Tyler Perry. Oh. I don't know how we got to it, but then it's like, no, wait. If but if you're a dark skinned man, <laughs> like or like he'd be wearing a lace front, and then he would have to slap his wife, and then she would die of whatever STI, and I don't remember, but it was. Just, I literally was crying and then we were like Will Smith with after the slap happened and Tyler Perry and Denzel came up to him. He was like, wait, hold up. Fuck all this. Why are you here? Tyler, <laughs> how did you? Have you been nominated? Like my brother, and you were like, you my, my brother, not to be disrespectful, but how did, <laughs> how did you get here? It always cracks me up when people start something by saying my brother. <laughs> it is so funny because it's, it's not ironic at all. It is quite honestly like out of concern from the bottom of your heart. My brother. <laughs> My brother in Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's yours? Mine, I think the ultimatum episode. That is still like my favorite. Really? I still really like it. And I just, I don't know why. I don't like it. You were on it with the nickname. With the nicknames. When you said, what's his name look like smart guy? Oh. (laughs) I was like, how did I not see that before? What's crazy is he pops up on my For You page on TikTok like all the time. What? Yes. And he's a TikTok together? Yes. Oh, he has one and she's just Mm. like in it sometimes. So they're still together. They're still together. Yes. You know what's sad? Everybody, a lot of people say he's gay. No Uh, evidence. uh, No evidence. Just somehow there were mannerisms that I guess I clearly missed. But other people were like, live your truth, Randall. And I was like, I don't like when people do that. Like, you don't know. That's also kind of homophobic to assume because of mm-hmm. somebody's mannerisms. Right. Or th- that they're gay because it's like, so, <laughs> I mean, it just, it feels like back in the days where you're just accusing people with no evidence that it's, mm-hmm. and you're like, live your truth. It's like, it's, it's like low key mean. Because it's like, what if he's not? Just leave him alone. Right. And I don't know what these so-called mannerisms are that people are speaking of. Like, is it because he picked um, Betty Crocker? I don't know. You know, know, some people, 
I, I won't say what I was going to say. I know, but I, I was going like to say know. some people say. <laughs> I know, I know. Dot, dot, dot. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see anything. And it also feels like, I mean, I get how you can have a vibe for what someone's sexuality is. But mm-hmm. across the screen, I just definitely didn't see anything. I saw like a stone cold, no emoting, non-emoting human being who yeah. barely cracked a smile and didn't seem mm-hmm. to enjoy either Madeline or Shanique. No, I can't believe they're still together. I mean, I just have this natural disdain for couples who just be playing like when it's like a guy who clearly does not want to get married or at least married to you, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to be single just yet. So he's still just stringing you along. And the woman who's just like, well, I'm just happy to have a man, mm-hmm. even though I've told him clearly what I want. I'm just going to hang in there. <laughs> And hope Mm -hmm. that one day he will wake up and be like, wow, you really stuck it out for 15 years. This is the day that (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like seeing that. And it's like my algorithm on TikTok. I mean, I guess I'll just go into it. It is so attuned to what's going on in my life. I don't know why that is. I was on misguided. I was trying to get on misguided.com mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't working. I was like, okay, maybe there's something else. Literally scroll up. Like, let me see what TikTok is saying. Next TikTok, misguided has been bought out by some company. It is no more. People who had like orders are not going to get reimbursed. Like customer service is down, all that. So misguided is gone and it's never coming back. And I was wow. like, wow, did you order from misguided? I did. I gave my sister all their clothes. <laughs> no. I- I, don't I mean, like, want, recently? I'm, like, you have an order that's recently. waiting? Oh, okay. It, no, it was, like, months ago. Okay. I okay. think when they put clothes on, like, thin models, the rest of us think that we could look like that. It's a disease. <laughs> and, and you wear it, and it's like, oh, huh. But it's not usually like, oh, I don't have the right body for this. It's like, I feel like the quality that y'all gave the model to wear was better <laughs> than what oh. you shipped to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, don't, and Fashion Nova is the worst culprit of them all, because... Besides their jeans, but I haven't worn Fashion Nova jeans in like years. But yeah, the stuff will be looking like disgusting. It's so bad. It's so bad. I was looking for a suit. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go to Fashion Nova. That was my first mistake because this I like looked at people wearing them on YouTube and it was just like, you could see panty lines, like nothing oh, was structured. I was, was going like, to say, you can get a suit from Fashion Nova. I thought sadly, it was just you like, you can get a wedding wear. dress. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Go to Fashion Nova Bridal and see what Oh, <laughs> hell. Oh, there's nothing sacred? No. <laughs> Ew. The last time I went to their website, because one time I have actually purchased a pair of jeans from Fashion Nova, mm-hmm. and they do give you more room in the booty and mm-hmm. thigh area, which was good. I went back a couple years ago, and all of the models looked like Miss Nikki baby knockoffs, like, <laughs> like knockoff Kim Kardashians, like a bunch of plasticky... No, I mean, no offense, but just like women no. with exaggerated bodies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who, what do a lot of people look like this? Do enough people look like this for this to be your target demographic? No. Because I was immediately like, well, none of this shit's going to fit right. So yeah, no, no. one. And there's one woman in particular. I mean, she has the whole website. She carries it on her back. Like she oh my is, God. Con- <laughs> I think you already know who she is. Like she's constantly, and it's like those dresses where like they plunge V-neck that goes to the belly button. And then like the boobs are just perfect. And the hips is just, <sighs> I was like, that would not look like anything on anybody yeah. else except you. Maybe that's, that team. is the demographic. It's the mm-hmm. post BBL, post mommy makeover demographic where you do have perfect, uh, I hesitate to use that word. You do have purchased boobies that yes. sit up and do not move. And you do have uh, purchased 
bottom that sits up and does not move <laughs> and like your core is tight because that's the mo- the mommy makeover is a boob job a tummy tuck and a bbl oh all God. in one session and so if all of that stuff is made to be that shape of the clothing then mm-hmm. yeah that would probably look great on you but for normal people who need some help with some lifting you yeah. know and some stuff is not completely flat or whatever. No. It, it just, it won't look like that. You'll look crazy. You will look insane. And I was just like, wow. So I didn't purchase nothing from Fashion Nova that day. And yeah. this guy is gone. So oh, what am I to do? I don't Mango know. is great though. I really like what I got from Mango. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I love the stuff. The only thing is I returned like three items oh, yeah. on Monday, which w- no, on Sunday at the UPS store. And then Monday was Labor Day. And so mm-hmm. it's been four, or was it Labor Day? It was Memorial Day. My oh, bad. Memorial Day. And then, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, would, then, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> three or four days later, I haven't gotten any update about them being like, oh, okay, we've, but I think it's because Mango is kind of scary. They're like old school. Most online stores are stores that have online whatever. Mm-hmm. When you, you process the return through them, they give you the label. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as UPS scans it, they're like, oh, we just got notified you're returning this shit. We'll, mm-hmm. as soon as we get it, we'll start refunding you, whatever. Mango, they send you in each box a form and the receipt. And so you don't ever notify them through their website or through oh, your account no. that you're returning something. You just fill out the form, include the receipt and ship it back. Oh, and so I'm assuming they don't actually know that you're trying to get a refund until they actually receive the package and open up the box, <laughs> which is alarming because part of me is like, bitch, if they take the clothes and then like, act I know like they never received my package. I'm gonna be mad. And there's but I have no the, track. I have no, there is tracking because oh, okay. Um they give you, sorry, they also give you the tracking thing. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that is weird. So why wouldn't I don't know? They include a tracking label okay. in the or a postage label which has tracking in the box as well. Okay. You would think if they scanned it, they'd be like, uh, oh, hey bitch, we like got notified. And they didn't. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna give them another week before I start making some angry emails and customer service chats because yes that's a lot of money they're not cheap i'm realizing like the older you get you cannot Mm -hmm. you like standard price for just any pair of pants not even like a good pair of jeans but just like any pair of pants Mm -hmm. at that store is like 60 dollars. yeah just off top 60 Mm dollars dresses a hundred like maybe i'm just broke maybe some of y'all are listening like yes that's 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 how it should yes that's i'm not hearing anything wrong (laughs) Uh, like i'm fresh off like forever 21 like <laughs> i don't know forever 21 is not super cheap but they're i don't know i don't know no i feel the same way which is so ridiculous because i'll see a designer bag and it's like oh 650 that's not that bad mind you i don't have that money but i'm just like oh 650 for a japanese bag i would purchase it if i had the money a dress for 60 i'm like i don't know about all that like i don't know i will buy a dress for whatever I feel like the value it would bring me emotionally is. I agree with that. So sure. if I see a plain ass dress that I'm like, could be cute, but eh, it wouldn't stand out to me. And it's like $70. I'm like, no, because that's not, that looks like it's from Old Navy. Like, no, which is, that's Reformation to me. Reformation is a bunch oh. of Old Navy picnic Midsommar clothes mm-hmm. that are like not anything special, but start off at like $150, 200 and it's crazy. But if mm-hmm. it's something where I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's what I've been looking for. I would really like this. Then it, 
it just depends on what my budget is <laughs> or how much yeah. I have. Actually, it depends on my credit limit. Because <laughs> 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 I will just put it on my credit card and just forget about it. <laughs> wow. Wait, before I was going to talk about that, but I actually want to hear about Seattle and how that was for you. Oh, yes. We went straight into just the shooting the shit and did I not know, talk exactly. about our weeks. Yes. yes. Okay. So I'm excited to talk about it because I had so much fun. Good. Oh, my gosh. I remember. So this is literally the opposite of the onsite when everybody came to Austin from my job and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so excited. We're all going to hang out. And then the reality was that everybody branched off into their groups and we did mm-hmm. not all get together to do anything and I barely got to show anybody anything because I ended up piggybacking off of another group that was more established with the company or whatever Mm -hmm. so that was a letdown but this was fun like so it was just me going to Seattle and then I had three co-workers that were going to be in the office or who planned to consistently come to the office because Mm -hmm. I was going to be there and every day they were like what do you want to do let's go like we went out every day because they had cleared their schedules being like this one person is coming into town. I will be spending time with her this week. Like nice. I was shocked that they all made the time for me. Um, As they and then should. one of them, I mean, but it's tricky because it's like, yeah. there's a line between coworker, friend and friend, that is right. True. Or coworkers and friends. You might be really friendly with a coworker. And then when you're like, Hey, let's hang out. They might be like, Oh damn, I need to go home and feed my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Oh, I'll see you at work then. Like it's, <laughs> you, you have to be careful of your expectations. Yeah. It was uh, interestingly enough. So one of the coworkers that I was already complaining to you about. Yeah. Uh, there was one particular coworker that I was the most excited to see because we've been the closest this whole time. Talked a lot. Talked about relationships, real life, whatever. We've been very close. And the whole time leading up to my trip, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna take you around." Blah blah blah. When we found out Monday was Memorial Day. She was like, I'm going to take you like we can go to brunch. We can do something like I'll have I know stuff we can do. So a week or a week before the trip, I'm like, cool. So Monday, like what what I get? I land at like 10. Like what you want to do? She's like, oh, I will be probably just getting to town. I might have to do some cleaning, but we can hang out like later in the day. I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever. And then the night before. The night before, after I double texted her, like, hello, like, I'm coming tomorrow. If you can't hang, it's cool. I'll just see you at work. She gets back to me at like 8 p.m. our time. Maybe. Yeah, I was like late and it was like late. Like my flight was early the next morning, 8 p.m. She's like, oh, hey, yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm not going to be available tomorrow. Like, I'm going to have a lot of errands to run and stuff. But yeah, I'll see you on Tuesday. Mm. And she had said like, oh, I'm not going to be in town for like a while. And then when I get in town, I'm going to run errands whatever so i was like oh i didn't even know like you were gonna be out of town like that i'm Mm -hmm. sorry yeah i'll just see you at work or whatever tuesday i think we're gonna get sushi with i'm gonna get sushi with the other co-workers she's like oh yeah sorry but yeah i will get everything done monday so tuesday i can hang out with y'all tuesday comes around this bitch randomly is like oh yeah i can't hang out with y'all sorry i forgot i have like a meeting after work I was just oh, like, okay, well, red flag number two, you don't yeah. need to say shit else to me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not like she doesn't, she can't talk to me, but I was like, I know what this is. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I have no longer any expectations for you. But before I completely gave up, I was like, is there a day this week that you are free? Because mm-hmm. I was already like, we're about to not see each other at all if I don't speak up now. She's trying to slither out of everything that she said she was going to be doing with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm free Wednesday and Thursday. She did admit, like, I just can't be spending money every day. 
I was like, cool, no worries. We can literally do whatever you want. I don't mm-hmm. have to spend money every day. I don't need to do that. So she's yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. So we can go to this bar that me and my friends go to. We can go biking. I can take you to this part of Seattle. Da-da-da-da, all of this stuff. And I was like, yeah, dope. And she's like, yeah, I'm free Wednesday and Thursday. So Wednesday comes and she had told us we were going biking. So my other coworker, who I actually got very close to because she oh, cool. was very available. She's on my team and she's the sweetest girl. We had so much fun this whole week. Um, I actually got really close to her. She was going to come with us and the mm-hmm. other guy was going to come with us. We were all going to hang out. And she at the last minute was like, oh, wait, no, we're not going biking. We're just going to this one bar that me and my friends like I've invited them to join us, which I was okay. like, cool to meet your friends. But then the girl had brought her bike to work so that she could bike with us. So she's like, well, I can't leave my bike at the office. Because the the girl, let's call her Hannah. Hannah is the girl who made all these plans and promises and then was randomly flaking. Mm -hmm. And let's call the other girl Keisha. Keisha is the one who I actually got really close to. Mm -hmm. Keisha's not black. So it's not, I'm not stereotyping that that person. Yes. I think we know what Hannah is, but yeah, but no, yeah, no, <laughs> Keisha's not black though. So Keisha, Keisha had brought her bike and she'd been asking me like, so what are we doing today? What are we doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm leaving that to Hannah. Like, I don't want to put too much pressure or anything. Cause like, she's really, like, I can't even tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when she, when, at the end of the day, when Hannah was like, oh yeah, we're taking the bus. We're going to go meet my friends over here. It's like, you never said that you never gave us the specific plan. If you said we were taking the bus, she obviously would not have brought her bike. Never explicitly said, Oh, we're only going to this one place. So it was like in the way that she just didn't have any, Right. Just missed it was it. just like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, just meet us there type of vibe <sighs> that immediately turned me the fuck off because I was yeah. like, I don't like if you're going to inconvenience someone else like that because you weren't clear, you should be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. Right. I should have communicated better. Like be self-aware of right, how right. you're making people feel or what you're doing to people. And I could mm. immediately tell, like, yeah, this girl has none of that. Mm. Oof. And so we went to the bus and yeah, uh, Keisha was like, well, I'll just meet you there. I'll drop off my bike. Somehow mm-hmm. she beat us there oh, wow. and it was because Hannah got us on the wrong. We actually took the train, not the bus. We took the wrong train. Mm-hmm. Like, so we ended up getting there later than we thought we would. And Keisha was like, you know what? I'm going to meet my boyfriend for food. We're just going to go somewhere else. Like, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, I'm sorry. Because I could tell, like, I'm the same way. Don't have me over here grasping at straws, not knowing what's going on. I brought Mm -hmm. my bike. Now we're not biking anymore. Now I got to drop off my bike. Now I show up and she was already supposed to leave early. She was like, I can't hang out all night. And so now y'all are late because you took the wrong butt. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. dumb. It's very annoying. And the whole time, and I'm telling Hannah like, oh yeah, Keisha's not gonna be able to come anymore. Like she's like, oh, is that my fault? And I was like, I mean, it's not about fault, but, you know, she thought we were going to be riding bikes. We didn't do that. that? You, and the way she said it wasn't even like, oh, my gosh, is that my fault? I'm sorry. Right. It was just like, a, oh, is that my fault? Oh, uh, well, whatever. Like, oh, uh, like Ugh. she did not give a fuck. And I was like, so I was quiet the whole ride to the bar because I was like, yeah. I don't like this. And yeah. that's what I texted you like. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I texted you at first, like, I'm about to be hanging out with a bunch of white people. Pray for me. And then when we got there, the first 20 minutes, I was like, pray harder. (laughs) Ooh, this is super white. Like they are very white Mm. people. And I was just like, and I was not feeling her at the moment. So I was like, I don't even want to fucking be here. So yeah, I was like, pray harder. (laughs) (laughs) But it got better because I'm a dork too. I can Mm -hmm. be pretty 
dorky. So mm-hmm. I can hang with dorky people. That's what's tricky about white people. Sometimes they can be fun. And then you're like, oh, this is a cool group I'd like to be a part of. But then eventually you're like, I well, know. I don't fit into this group. This, this it, ain't going to work. It's just got to be a present thing. And it's not all the time. Yes, it's got to yeah. be a, a just call to- it. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So just we had a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Her friends are very cool. I was like, this is such a, they're such a fucking friends central perk type of people you know like they hang out at this bar all the time like they're all it's like an almost an equal mix of men and women and they're all just so fun and and quirky in their own way and they all Mm -hmm. talk equally and it was great and they were like yeah when you come back we'll see you again like yeah we got to do karaoke like we got to do whatever i was like I would love that. Great. And so when I left, me and the girl were cool when Mm. we went back home and we were talking like normal, like it was great. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are you going to be coming to the office tomorrow? And she was like, yeah, I will. Definitely. I'll just be there at noon. Next day comes, of course, like an hour before noon. She's like, hey, I just have a lot of meetings, so I'm not coming to the office. Uh, This speaks more to this person. I think it just speaks more to her. And she may not be like just a good steward of her time. Like it, I don't think it's personal. It, it cannot not be personal. personal it's she never even personal. Know. Right. It's never personal. And you never thought that, but it's just like, this is a her issue. Yeah. Like, no, either I, she doesn't organize herself well or. Yeah. I don't really give a shit what it is with her though. Like yeah. I know it's not personal. When I was younger, it triggers me to be honest. That's why it bothers me so much. Cause I've had a lot of flaky. I, I don't give that. a fuck how you feel white friends in Austin. Like I've cycled through a lot of them and a lot of people in Austin are just like that period. Mm-hmm. You'll meet them at a bar, a club through friends. You're like, Oh my gosh, we get along so well. This is so great. Let's be friends. And then you exchange numbers. They don't be texting back or they text back like two days later, or you mm-hmm. try to hang out. They say yes and they can't like people who are just not solid that you can't be friends with. And when I was like in my early 20s, I took it more personally. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I'd be like, why would you basically lie to me or how could you be so inconsiderate? Mm -hmm. Whatever. And now I know it's not anything to do with you. It's literally just I still think it's a character flaw. I still think you're. it's a sign of you not being a great person if you Mm -hmm. have no self-awareness of how you're affecting other people or Mm -hmm. just because even just, oh, I'm so sorry makes up for a lot right but some people don't have that they're just like oh well oh yeah i'm not coming anymore oh yeah and it was even worse because our other friend the other person i will call him kyle he mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he, he 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 was another coworker of mine who was in the office and we were all hanging out and he is actually in her friend group like they actually hang out he got her her job at my workplace whatever oh, wow. and he was we were kind of talking about this and he was letting me know like she is a flake. Like she does this mm-hmm. all the time. She yeah. is constantly foregoing plans, dipping out at the last minute. She's the type of person who also will like dip out if she has like a boy text her and instead mm-hmm. now wants to go off with him type mm-hmm. of thing. Like she doesn't consider others. I'm actually the least close to her in the group. I don't oh. even bother making plans through her because she's just not reliable. Yeah. yeah. And wow. I was like, you're saying shit that like very much irks me because I hate that. I really don't mm-hmm. like that. So we, I just decided to leave it as it was because I was like, I don't even live here. Like, it's not a big deal. We don't right. have to be real friends. We can keep it work friendly because it's virtual mm-hmm. between us or whatever. And he was telling me, Kyle was like, oh, you, we can still all hang out with the group when you get back. Because I was like, well, if I can't count on her, I'm just never going to hang out with y'all's group again because I just 
if I yeah. say, yeah, let's do that karaoke thing, there's no promise that it'll happen. Right. Even if she says yes, like I can't trust her to follow through with anything. He was like, oh, you should just reserve the room and like we can set it up. Like I will just text our friends. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you cannot go behind people's back and like plan things with their friends that they yeah. you to. Like, I get that they're his friends too, but like mm-hmm. I cannot make the plan and then go through him and then lackadaisically tell her like, oh, hey, girl, you should join us. <laughs> We're all <laughs> all the friends I introduced you to. You made the plan and you're <laughs> inviting me. <laughs> How diabolical is that? <laughs> I mean, like it would be it would be different because you don't live there. So that would be interesting. But I also don't. I mean, like if you became close to those people, and they were just like, oh, Joy's back in town. We were going to see her because she's it's cool. It's not like that, though. You, uh, you meet people once. It can't be like that. I don't have an Instagram that. for them to follow. So maybe if I had one and I added them all and then we were interacting through stories and stuff like that, maybe because then They're I could be like, like oh, my thing. gosh, I'm coming back. And they would be like, yeah, let's get something down. Like, let's plan. I don't have an Instagram like that. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can enjoy it, though, because, again, like, what is it? What did I just say? here for a good time not a long time like yeah (laughs) i'm not attached to these people i'm not like i'm gonna be back again for another four days and three weeks it's not that serious where i'm like Mm -hmm. oh i need to see y'all i would love to but (laughs) yeah but all in all it was a really good trip i got closer to somebody else i thought i'd be closer to this girl got closer to another girl Mm -hmm. but it was a great trip the city is so beautiful the weather was perfect for walking like it was 50 to 60 every day and so it was just and it's humid there because there's water right there the air smelled like like fish sometimes because <laughs> of the water and they're a big fish town but it was so cool i liked it my hotel was bomb as you saw yeah oh my god the gosh. room was bomb they like, never came blue? to clean my room the whole time so oh, that was that was weird but mm. i never asked them to either i guess i could have complained or voiced maybe they're concerned like, those eco like super eco-friendly like we're saving detergent so unless you request no. <laughs> i wondered if it was like a if you don't request it we're just gonna clean when you leave But I feel like every hotel I've been in, it's like they will come at least every other day. Like, because you need towels. How can you get towels if we don't come? (laughs) So, but no big deal. I spent way too much money. Um, That was interesting. But (laughs) Uh, I mean, for the experience. And also, so it sounds like it wasn't like, this, you know, Chirac, like dangerous environment. Oh my gosh, no. I was like, and first of all, Chicago's not like that anyway, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the internet. The internet is, people in Seattle are dragging Seattle on the internet. They're talking about how downtown Seattle is so dangerous with like human feces and crack Mm. pipes and many homeless people and you'll get robbed and your car will get broken into. It's actually very walkable. Now there were certain areas Mm. that people did say like after dark, you probably don't want to walk walk around Pioneer Square because lots of homeless people Mm. and it's not like they would necessarily well I was told they would spit on you so I guess that is an attack (laughs) I would I don't even know that is to me the most disrespect I would rather get slapped in the face than someone oh that's a good question that's a good icebreaker would you rather get slapped across the face or spit on open hand slap boom Ooh. And I would turn the other cheek like Jesus, just give him the other one before someone spit on me. I kill you. Either way, I'd feel like I'm hopping on you. Like I just can't. Uh, slaps are very disrespectful. They are Getting slapped by somebody Ooh. who's not even your mom. <laughs> I think we've all been slapped by our moms. If oh you're, yeah, definitely. If you're definitely. Nigerian, at least. Absolutely. <laughs> like, 
100%. Somebody who's not your mom. I mean, my mom, I would, I, I'll say that she obviously cannot slap me today. She wouldn't oh, do it. Yeah. But somebody that's like my mate, my per, somebody, age on, <laughs> my age mate, somebody who's on my equal level mm-hmm. slapping me across the face. I don't think I could just take that. No. I, but if you spit on me, I mean, it's, it's just a more voracious, vicious attack that mm-hmm. I will return. Cause that's disgusting. That's, that's- like, the fuck is wrong with you like yeah that's sick oof. i would i would just ooh, the vitriol it was yeah i'll remember and i when <laughs> in flavor of love oh my gosh whatever pumpkin spit on yeah she spit on i can't believe she fucking how do you I do know. that sloppy she sloppy. did it on tv like uh, there's something wrong with you if you would literally hawk ugh. a loogie at someone like something is wrong with you. Something yeah. is very wrong with you. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I can't even imagine. Yeah, that was. And back then watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nasty fight. Now watching it, it's like, oh, New York. Like if New York killed her, I'd be like, honestly, she spit mm. on her. So, yeah, um, I'm kind of surprised she only pushed her. Yeah, she just pushed her into the cameras and then was like, can y'all believe she did this? She should have <laughs> gone like for the jugular. Yeah, she should have gone honestly. a little harder. But I can't watch that show now. It's just too disgusting. Oh my gosh, I feel like, like it was like... fun when we were kids. Yeah, but now yeah. it's like now that we are even older than the women, still younger than Flavor Flav, but oh. older than the average contestant on the show. Yeah, I think I would barf because it is so <laughs> nasty. I mean, it's so gross. Like it he is... was tonguing them down. Oh my gosh, and they were doing it. And I yeah. saw like an article or like a video essay where they were basically like. These women were only in their like 20s, like their early to mid 20s. He was already in his 40s. They were too young to like know his music like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nobody who was there was there because they were a fan of his. They were just casted and just wanted to be on TV and were just doing whatever it took to stay on a TV show. Because how would I mean, I never thought of it that way. But yeah, how would they know? Yeah. Pat, what is his group? Public Enemy. Jesus, I almost said NWA. Anime? I'm, <laughs> public hey, enemy, right? I'm I'm a 90s baby. I wouldn't know. It is public enemy. He yeah. was the hype man. How would they know his music or even be big enough fans? And he wasn't the best person, the best looking no. person or the most talented in the group. So it definitely wasn't the best looking. Oh, my God. Yeah. So whew, he made money. I think he squandered it, though. He very much gives mm-hmm. like whatever they paid him. He spent immediately. I get, yeah, because <laughs> he was constantly doing he did celebrity something the surreal life the surreal life that yeah. came first and that was oh, even more disgusting i don't i never watched it but i just remember they would show clips of him and bridget nielsen making out this and like disgusting. i was like is that now i'm looking back it's funny look back at early 2000s reality tv and question everything because i'm like were they really in a relationship it couldn't have been or did they do it just for the tv and money why would they i don't know I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. It was just, it. yeah, TV back then was just so greasy. Everyone just looked very oh greasy and sloppy. I was watching, I don't know why, but I, I think it was like when Hugh Hefner died or something like that on E. I was home, I was watching E, and they were like showing episodes of the girls mm-hmm. next door or whatever. And like, it just looks so gross. Yeah. Just like he would, like, especially like, I mean, I don't know, whatever, but it's just like he, it just looks so gross. And they looked, the girls looked so young. And they them were. Just, <laughs> yeah, because they were. And just being around him and him, it just, everybody looked all greasy. It was just I so mean, nasty. The idea of this 70-something-year-old man having 10 Ugh. girlfriends who all lived in the same house and had, like, their own rooms or shared rooms, mm-hmm. and he would make them all bleach their hair the same color. Mm-hmm. 
and pay for their surgeries and sleep with him. That's gross. Uh, I don't even look at that as like a do what you need to do for resources and access. Cause I'm like, did you get, I mean, it, I guess maybe a boob job is resources. <laughs> Cause I'm like, did he, he didn't, I mean, you get to live for free. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often they all got to travel. Cause girls next door were his like, were three of the girlfriends. He actually had many more. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just them. So I don't know what the actual treatment of the girlfriends was. How do we get to this topic? Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we're talking about flavor of love. no, um, oh yeah, that place, it wasn't as nasty as people were saying it was. It's probably because they were all just like, you know, any dark corner, like, oh, that's sketchy. So all of Seattle is sketchy after dark. And yeah. And you know, whatever. there may have been a lot of white people who were yeah. just like, there's too many homeless people here. Yeah. Which is interesting though, because Austin has a, a homeless problem. But the difference is Seattle did not pass, or Austin has passed a law where tenting public camping, I think they called it, is illegal. Mm-hmm. So homeless people can't be like in tents under highways on the side of the street wherever mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Austin people, I mean, obviously people mostly voted for it because it passed. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of very far left friends who were like, leave them, leave homeless people alone. They're not bothering anybody. Like, what is it hurt? And I was quiet, but I was really <laughs> thinking it's just ugly for the city. Like it's doesn't mm-hmm. look good. And then mm-hmm. two, Homeless people are not always just safe, kind people minding their own business. Sometimes <laughs> they do follow you. I've been followed by homeless people. They I shout remember. at people. Yeah. It's scary. So, yeah, kind of. I don't know what happens after, but I whatever. And so Seattle, I don't know if they ever passed that, but it's not currently active right now. So they mm-hmm. have tents everywhere and mm-hmm. a lot of people complaining about homeless people. And now certain streets that people tell you not to walk down at night specifically because of the homeless people. Oh, okay. So, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, more of it. It's like a lot of it is a mental health issue. I remember seeing this stat at the inpatient hospital that I worked at and the number of people that are, once they're like discharged from the inpatient hospital and just go out to the street, this isn't the case now because they've done something. Um, but in Houston, it was a pretty big percentage, like tw- like not 20, but like 18% of them. Once they're discharged, they just go back and live on the street. And then probably, and back, it's like, it's a, a lot of it is mental health because a lot of those folks oh, yeah. have undiagnosed have no like psychosis and, you know, substance use issues and things like that so yeah i mean i don't know what seattle's doing to address that hopefully something nothing i mean nobody's doing (laughs) anything to address any of it that's why Mm. it's a problem almost everywhere where there's like a huge homeless population they don't attack with the problem i mean i don't know what to do though i don't know what needs to happen i don't want to be one of those people who's just like put money here give money to that because actually in seattle a lot of people say people travel to seattle because they have a lot of protections for like homeless people and they do have things for them i don't know exactly what all they have Mm. so i don't know if the question the answer is like give them money for give more money to shelters or this or that because i mean a lot of times during the day they're not just gonna be chilling at the shelter they're gonna be on the streets so i don't know i don't know do you want to um what did you do this week before i i want to talk about the johnny depp and amber heard thing but i also want to circle back to you want to talk about your week (laughs) i mean not that much i've just been working and i think the main thing is me realizing like wow i'm like i know i'm an adult and i operate like i'm an adult but it came very clear like when i'm not a student i'm like i can't operate like a student if that makes sense like i have to 
like really budget because <laughs> my limiting factor is the fact that like, I ain't got, I don't have money. So my budget mm-hmm. is the fact that I don't have money. That's the budget. Like I was, it was, I was just like coming to terms with all these things at the same time. And then also not having money that I was like, okay, well, I need to think about things. I've been watching a lot of financial videos on YouTube. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm nerd. I, there's so much I don't know. I think that's the main thing. So I like came to terms like, like there's a lot of financial stuff that I just am not aware of. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting being like really, I guess, intelligent in one area and dumb as hell in another. So yeah. I'm yeah. dumb in finances too, but I'm not really willing to learn just yet. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm really mad at the laws of this world <laughs> that I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to learn anything that requires more effort from me. I don't care. Uh, I'm just like, I mean, well, I need to care because I don't have savings. So that's yeah. why I was just like, that's we'll a start there. One. <laughs> <laughs> start there. <laughs> Because I'll watch um, video and I watch these videos. It's like I'm nine hundred thousand dollars in debt and I make forty five thousand dollars a year. What should I do? And I'm just like, sheesh, nine hundred thousand dollars in debt. Oof, that sounds like somebody who got their like PhD but then ended up just being like a school counselor. Eey. I mean, those stories are sad too. It's like Dave Ramsey, which I know pros and cons to his stuff, but people will call into a show and talk about financial issues and financial concerns. And it's like, he always asks like, okay, did you go to graduate school? Are you a doctor or lawyer? What's going on? And it's situations like that. Like people started school and then dropped out for whatever reason, started another, and they just took out loans each time. And there was one person who had gone to like three different schools, all private schools, took loans out for all of them. And they were in culinary school, which is like notorious for being Mm -hmm. super expensive. And then she decided not to go to culinary school. And then and she wanted to be a filmmaker and was like, I got in touch with the person who is going to sell my movie. And that's how I'm going to pay everything back. And he was asking her all these questions like, do you know how to distribute a music movie? Do, like, do you know all these things? And she's like, I mean, like, he's going to handle it. And he's like, and you're like $250,000 in debt. Like he's like, he answers the question respectfully, but it's like, yikes. Like you think like who could be in that situation? Anybody could be in a, a lot of people. Issue. A lot of yeah, people. A, a lot, lot of people. people in this country are broke or in huge debt or mm-hmm. living paycheck to paycheck. It's a fucking mess. That's why it's I'm like, mess. it's hard for me to be like, I need to learn the, the cheat codes and the rules so that I can, because it just feels like it's not fair regardless. It's just it not isn't. fair. Certain people will know more information than others depending on access. And this country has sold us the dream that mm-hmm. education is the way to like financial solvency. I don't know what that means financial solvency financial financial liberation basically yeah if you go to that's why everybody ends up trying to do grad school or like i want to be a doctor i want to go to law school because it's like that's how you can make sure you make the big bucks like go to these expensive post-grad schools and it's like they're all i mean main main level undergrad is fucking expensive already on top of that it's even more expensive Uh and there's not really a lot of guarantee for a lot of paths that people take right that you will have a job that will fairly compensate you so that you can pay off that debt and still live a life mm-hmm. you know it's not fair so i i don't know i just uh, hearing stuff like that makes me really sad because it's yeah. just like it's Ugh. like you got scammed too we're all getting scammed we are all getting yeah it's an it's like i guess you just kind of roll with the punches and just keep it pushing but it's like dang it's like if you were in debt you're broke i was like (laughs) guilty (laughs) like great i mean i'm not i'm in debt with student loans and i'm telling you like i'm worried one day that they're gonna be like slurp (laughs) 
out of my account. They otherwise, I'm like, if this shit was a scam. Like you're having 18 year olds sign such huge promissory mm-hmm. notes. And then when we finish school, there is like nothing there for us. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have the proper connections or I mean, there's, there's not even enough education within the education system of like, no. how do you get to the proper places? Like, how do you get a really good internship? How do you finesse a good internship into a full time job? How mm-hmm. do you do X, Y, Z? Like there's no especially in a big school like UT, there's no safety net. There's no guidance. I used to go to the career counselors all the time. Yeah. And they yeah. were just as lost as me. Like they didn't mm-hmm. give me any good advice because they were just recent grads who got this job and like didn't even exactly. fucking know what they were doing. Like, they're not professionals. The job fairs that I went to weren't helpful. Like it's really just about who you know. And if you've learned enough to know, like, do you know that you can find your own internship without going to a job fair that you can mm-hmm. look up all of these companies yourself and then even if they don't have a link for internships, just inquire with whichever person you can find about Mm -hmm. it. Like it's stuff like that, that they don't teach you Mm -hmm. about like determination and how to go through channels to get to where you want to be. It's just a lot of stuff that I'm like, it's not fucking fair. So there's no point. And I just, I don't, I'm like, you can fucking lick my ass. Like I'm not paying this shit off until I finally get to a point where I'm like, this is the level that I can finally afford to pay you all back. Mm-hmm. And like the last thing I'll say about this, because I know it can get real depressing real fast for me, but it's just like, I think one thing to take away is that just because you are not working at a high paying career doesn't mean that you are less of a person. And that's so obvious, but it's like, I think this whole structure is justified by it's like, well, the people who got to these level positions worked really hard. And if you were working at like Kohl's, you're not working hard enough. If you worked harder, then you would be in these positions. And that's not true. That's absolutely not true. And I think that like, that should just be a pos- a reframe for everything. Like every job for the most part, like if you're working, you are working point blank right. period. There also some- every job is yeah. needed. Every job every- is needed. Whether you work at like a Popeye's drive through or at Kohl's or at mm-hmm. Ross or whatever jobs that people are like, well, it- you don't deserve a living wage because if you had gone to college that you could have gotten a better job. It's like, that's not even true, first of all. And second mm-hmm. of all, do you not need someone to check you out right. at the grocery store? Do you not need X, Y, Z? How would we function without these people? Every right. level of every job should give you, as long as it's full-time and you're working mm-hmm. full-time hours, should pay you a living wage. Absolutely. But that's not possible. And we're all like, I mean, it's possible, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's become this dog-eat-dog world where mm-hmm. we're like, you got to fight your way to the top. And then when you get there, you look down on people who didn't manage to be successful that way like you. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you just didn't work hard enough because if you did, you'd be <laughs> able <Just>. to live. <laughs> right, exactly. You deserve to live because you worked hard enough. Well, let's talk about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. Yeah. Were you following the trial? Not at all. So no. I was. Okay. I was. And we talked about it in our Keeping Up With The Court Cases yes. DM <laughs> DM <laughs> uh, episode. Uh, and at the time, I think we were just kind of like, this is dumb. I mean, I still feel like if you're a 50 something or he was 40 something at the time, mm-hmm. marrying like a 25 year old and your kids don't even like her, then I do judge like, why did you even do that? Like, obviously there was something mm-hmm. I it just doesn't isn't. I don't approve of it myself because what do y'all have in common? You can't have anyways. So um, 
I followed the case because to mm-hmm. me, and I will say how I felt about it and acknowledge how other people feel about it. Please. To me at the time. That's my question. It was like, these are celebrities. Split. I don't yeah. really care. Like it, if at the time I was like, if he wins, it doesn't affect me. If he loses, they're both rich. He's even richer. If he loses, he didn't need the money. It's just interesting to watch because there's so much horrible shit. There's a lot of different levels of horrible, but like there are literally shootings happening every day. Oh my there's God. like abortion rights being taken. Like there's so much horrendous stuff that I just needed to intermix some like lower stakes stuff in there. Mm. As I kept following it, I learned more and it became less of a silly, ludicrous lawsuit to me Mm. and more of a this bitch really like because, you know, we talked about the Courtney Taylor thing. Yeah, yeah. And that has colored how I viewed this where I'm like, this is another blonde white woman Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. can just say whatever Mm -hmm. and people will believe her Mm -hmm. and somebody else has to suffer. And so looking at this case, this is a case where this woman shit in his bed. This is a case where she literally would follow him from room to room, attacking him. Mm. And literally there's audio evidence of this, of her admitting to hitting him, her admitting that she followed him and telling him like, you always run away from fights. Like you need to stick around, stuff like that. She gave him a knife that said hasta la muerte, which means until death. Oh, like (laughs) apparently he collects knives. So she got him a knife that said until death and like engraved on it. Like so much stuff. They literally showed that, uh, she basically allegedly, but most likely called TMZ the day that she went to file the temporary restraining order against him. Mm. And she had a huge bruise on her face that now we're all like, that was obviously makeup because two days later or like a, within a week's time, she was seen out frolicking with one of her good friends and the bruise was completely gone and she wasn't wearing any makeup mm. at all. And, you know, with white people like bruises like that, don't they like they have a yeah, they have a whole ass life cycle. Like mm-hmm. it could be a couple of months and there's still like some sort of discoloration. It was completely gone. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I'm obviously wearing makeup in that photo. And it was like, no, you obviously were not. And if you were, mm-hmm. it was like Glossier, which would not have hidden the bruise. So right. it was just like so much happening that proved that she was lying and mm-hmm. making this all up because the truth is they had a toxic relationship. He was not perfect. He's a drug addict. He's a recovering drug addict. But in the time that they were together for the most part of it, he was doing drugs. Mm-hmm. So was he probably verbally, verbally abusive? I believe that. Was he like on drugs? Yes. But I don't really believe that she was scared for her life and, mm-hmm. oh, I'm this domestic sur- abuse survivor. Nobody believed me and my career suffered. Like her career didn't suffer. He actually got her the role in Aquaman by making calls for her. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Can you believe he actually had like the fucking president of Warner Brothers or something? Wow. <laughs> Come in and say like, she has been because one of her complaints because she countersued him yeah. and was like you but it was for something his lawyer actually said the lawyer said the 911 call that she made against him was a hoax and she was suing Johnny because I guess the lawyer is his proxy okay. um, even though he didn't say it it's like you probably instructed him to say it or you knew he was going to say it so you're liable I don't know so they uh, she had basically been saying like I have been edited out of Aquaman 2 I think like I after I came out with my allegations, like my screen time is a lot less. The movie hasn't even come out yet. Um, and the, yeah. <laughs> and the president of Warner Brothers was like, 
No, she just had zero chemistry with Jason Momoa and like mm-hmm. the acting was not very great. So yeah, we edited her screenshot and it's in her contract that we can do that whenever mm-hmm. we want. Mm-hmm. So it was, he had so many people come in and she even copped to, she lost the suit a hundred percent once she said, this is why I wrote the op-ed because he will have whoever come out and say what, like he's a very powerful man and men like people like that need to be da 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 da. So it's like, that's literally defamation with malice. Mm-hmm. Like you would admitted that she wrote the op-ed because at first she said she didn't write it now she's admitting she wrote it and she's admitting she did it because men like him are powerful and need basically to be reprimanded or put on blast Mm -hmm. that's malice Mm -hmm. so there you go and (laughs) it was just so she like uh all of her friends that she even had come testify aren't even friends with her anymore Mm -hmm. like she just seems like a very like something is not and i'm like looking at a lot of blonde white women now like some some when y'all are really pretty it's like something goes i don't know there's just a lot of issues there like the way that they can manipulate and get what they want and then completely flip the script and like right just whatever and so it's crazy and so watching i'll take i shouldn't say crazy anymore but watching this and seeing how it played out and then when i was in seattle my coworkers being like johnny depp won he won his suit i actually was elated Mm -hmm. because i was like some justice like wow i can't believe i'm happy like he did they i mean their burden of proof was really heavy Mm -hmm. defamation against a celebrity in the u.s is really hard to prove Mm -hmm. but the fact that they did it his lawyers his team of lawyers were fucking amazing and i was so happy for him because yeah he did lose jobs he was kicked out of pirates of the caribbean the next one that they were gonna do you know i mean he's still rich but it's like when he has kids who had to hear like your dad is like beats women like yeah all of the stuff she was alleging that she didn't have proof for. There were photos that they spent weeks because this was a six week trial. Yeah. Yeah. They spent weeks going over stuff. And so there were there was a photo that she used as evidence that was just like a broken wine bottle on the floor being like, this is the aftermath of one of his rampages. And in one of the cross examinations, they were like, so when was this photo? Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I mean, I don't know. And they're like, so this photo that like you introduced Mm -hmm. into evidence like you don't know when it's from she's like i mean there were so many nights where we had like wine broken on the floor like this was my regular life like i don't know and they had actually introduced that photo twice for two different dates wow so it was like she was so the lawyer was like so was this may or december which one was it? When was it from? And she's like, well, if you just move the redacted timestamp, you'll see. And it's like, no, but you should know because you said like, yes. you took this photo. No. Like, it was just like, girl, like, uh, it was just so blatantly obvious that she was lying about a lot of the abuse. Now, I some of it may have happened, but when it comes to like him punching you in the face and this huge bruise, sexual abuse, like, I just, I don't know. And so anyways... That's what I came away with is I actually started to take it seriously, become invested and was happy that he won because I was like, people like this do not get to ruin people's lives Mm -hmm. and just go along their merry way and perpetrate as a victim of domestic violence. And she did it because she did not want to get divorced. He told her he was leaving her. And so she came up with this, in my opinion, allegedly came up with this plan to be like, well, I can't live this rich lifestyle from you anymore. So I'm going to ruin you to get back at you. Cause she had said to him at one point, like, I'm not even in your will. Keep in mind, they were married for like only a year. I was about to so say, it's like, yeah. why are you talking about his will? Like, like you're right. planning for him to die soon. It was just very obvious. And then when she won 7 million in the loss in the, divorce settlement she pledged immediately like to split it between the aclu and the children's hospital and she never gave them a dime 
She had 13 months before he officially filed a lawsuit against her from the time she received the money and never gave any money to anybody. Johnny even gave money on her behalf. Elon Musk, who she dated, gave money on her behalf. She did not give Elon them any Musk. money. That's you. She I dated Elon Musk for a year after Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah I'm like, girl, that. like you didn't even give the money. Like you were just fake as shit this whole time. And so that's how I feel about it. And I was excited and a lot of people on the internet are excited. But recently I've seen a lot of people are very upset yes. because they are like, do you want to hop in here? That's, you're yeah, that's exactly where I wanted to jump in because that's what mm. I saw. And I was like, am I on the wrong side of this issue? Because all I saw, because I I was talking to somebody else who was just like, yeah, Amber Heard was just just acting so flagrant and this, that, and the third. And I'm glad Johnny Depp won the case. And, the, and then you said what you just said. And I'm online, I see like, this is backwards for women. The girl who's like a sisters with Kamala, I don't know her name, but she was like, this is just a travesty. This is backwards for women. The Me Too movement is in shambles. Now women can never speak. I was like, dang, what was going on? Because I didn't really follow the case outside of us talking about it. At first, I mm-hmm. thought it was a divorce case. I thought they were getting divorced. I didn't realize it was mm-hmm. defamation and that they've been divorced for so long. So why is it so split? And people are so actively like either her versus him. I don't know if that was by design or what, but. Right. So I also want to point out one more thing. She, Mm. every time she was on the stand, she would, (laughs) as soon as she was asked a question by her attorneys, she would just look straight to the jury and put on this like, like distressed face and and this act. And then as soon as they would say objection, it would drop. Her face would drop Mm. and she would just like get out of character and then when she could talk again, she'd get back into character. She always talked straight to the jury. Like she was trying to like, it was like acting. It was just a lot of acting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into what split, I, I will say this. I can recognize that like somebody had put out a tweet. There is now a precedence for someone to file a defamation lawsuit against you. Mm-hmm. If you write an article about them being your abuser, even if you don't name them. Mm Because in the op-ed that he sued her for, she did not name him. Mm -hmm. So what actually happened is uh, she filed for divorce, which doesn't mean that it was her idea. Sometimes if somebody just beats you to the punch, they get to to make it look like it was their plan. Right. So she filed for divorce. She made sure everybody saw the bruises, was telling everybody, yeah, I was my ass. He was beating my ass. Mm -hmm. And then like two years after the divorce, she wrote an op-ed talking, Mm -hmm. saying, like, I was a survivor of domestic abuse and Hollywood shunned me for it. Basically, like, that was the title. And she didn't mention Johnny, but she talks about being married to somebody who was doing all of these things to her. She's Mm -hmm. only been married to Johnny Depp. So it was obviously about him. And he initially tried to sue this uh, British tabloid called The Sun. Yeah, yeah. Because they called him a, a wife beater. And so he sued them for defamation, but he lost the suit because it's like, if she is saying that you did it, then we didn't make this shit up. It's mm-hmm. coming straight from her. So he lost it. He appealed. He lost again. He can't try them again. Wow. So a lot of people were like, so you did do it because you lost that defamation suit. Right. I think that's why he went to sue her for this op-ed directly, even though she didn't mm-hmm. name him. Because it's like his whole thing has always been, this is the only way to get my truth out there. Mm-hmm. And on his last day of speaking, he was just like, Either way this goes, I finally got to speak my truth because he copped to being a drug addict. He copped to like bad habits. He copped to having these demons inside of him, all of the stuff that he was battling with. And he was I mean, they let all of this shit out like they literally put it all on display. Everything they'd been through was just completely talked about. 
And so I believe that he was just like, honestly, I don't like he didn't even come to like the uh, court date where they were announcing the verdict. Like he was like off in somewhere else. Like he because for him, it was like, I don't it doesn't matter if I won. Like Mm -hmm. I finally got to say without her getting to commandeer the story. I got to say my part Mm -hmm. and I can move on now. Where was I going with this? Why do people? Oh, yes. So people are like, this is the precedence for now defamation to be brought against victims who speak up, you know, in a broad in the broad scheme of things. What if this means that, like, if you don't have enough evidence against your abuser? That's what I was hearing. He could now be like, she lying. And people will look at this case and be like, well, she could be lying because Mm. Amber Heard lied. But (laughs) I just feel like a lot of the people who are very upset about this are upset. I don't know if they're all like they wanted Amber to win because I'm confused. Like, I'm like, so you wanted her to win? Right. Or you just didn't think this should have been brought to court to to like court at all. I'm confused because Mm -hmm. if you had watched the trial, you would be happy he won because it's very clear that she was putting on a show and that it wasn't true or at Mm -hmm. least anywhere near the extent that she was talking about. And she was whipping his ass. So to (laughs) me, it's defamation off top because bitch talk about what you did right you didn't say that actually this was a i some people say mutually toxic isn't a thing i think it can be because i think black china and rob were mutually toxic i don't think yeah great example i think they were mutually toxic i don't think she was a victim or he was a victim i think they were both just really horrible people and got Mm -hmm. together but for them i'm like if you I just feel like people who are very upset didn't follow the case because yeah. this is not a feminist moment of women. We've got to band together. This is bad for us. I'm very confused by black women who are like getting in on this because I'm like, I feel like y'all are finding kinship with this white woman that y'all have nothing in common with. I could have sworn. I could have sworn. I saw Mina Harris. I looked it up. I was like, what was her name? Her, some other woman. I think Wanda Sykes said something. And lately Wanda Sykes has been disappointing me. Yeah, and I was just... To- eat bricks like yeah just shut up <laughs> so i'm just so tired how much do we have to hear about the slap but yeah so i maybe the, all these people are just seeing that she lost and are just like well she you know pro women and like women protecting women or women standing up oh, for shut women. the fuck up <sighs> sorry we already classify white feminists as their own thing mm-hmm. to the point where a lot of non-white women call themselves womanists instead so why are we all hopping on this bandwagon of yes this is universally bad for women she lied i'm sorry she lied so if you're upset about this also mention how you're mad at her because damn this sucks because you brought this bullshit to the forefront and Mm -hmm. he had to expose your ass and now it's like now some people have to be worried but as for black women i'm like when have we ever said we were abused or assaulted or anything and people were like we believe you as blindly as people believed amber heard right like when has it ever been like that for us literally i can't even imagine even what's like the most i'm Man. thinking Nicki minaj's husband and mm. whatever i'm thinking about ti and tiny with those yeah i'm there's never been a time even halle berry you know apparently Wesley Snipes is rumored to have been beating Halle Berry's ass or abusing Halle Berry. What? They had dated in the 90s. Yeah. And I never heard this until somebody brought it up to me. And I looked it up and she has never confirmed who it was. She said she had a partner in the 90s who like gave her a black eye and was abusing her physically. And two of her exes, I, I thought that was David Justice because that was the rumor that it was her, her ex named David Justice. But he and mm. another ex have said that it was actually Wesley Snipes. Wow. And so it's to the point where she won't even name 
who it was because it's like we are not believed the right. minute I put a name to it you're going to be like bitch you're lying he right. wouldn't do that we're mm-hmm. not believed anyways so I'm like what did this case affect for us like what did it do that changed anything for black women because yeah. I remember when Me Too even came out and Aurora Perino, who is Harold Perino's daughter do you know who he is no, who's that? He was in Romeo plus Juliet. He's a black man with dreads. So he, or he had oh, dreads Oh, did in the he 90s. play Montes- Mercutio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Romeo <laughs> plus Juliet with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. He was also yeah. in Best Man, Best Man's Holiday. Oh, okay. He married Regina. Did he? Yeah, I think his character married Regina Hall. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Yes. So he has a biracial daughter named Aurora Perino. And she came out and said she was the one who was like this dude who writes on girls. Oh, that was her. Yeah. And Lena Dunham was like, and the other person. He's a good person. Yeah. They're like, we know that we usually believe women, but in this case, we have to speak up. He is a good guy. He would not do that. Like the one. I know biracial or black i don't know what she identifies as person who was like hey also me and people are like nah even when remember when lupita nyango said like harvey weinstein came after me Mm -hmm. and he him and his people this was the only person they spoke up directly and were like yeah no that's not how we remember it and also you invited us to your play so how true could that be if because she had a play on broadway Mm -hmm. um a few years before he had been accused of all like finally brought to light Mm -hmm. and he was invited by her team and they were like well we were invited by her so couldn't have been that bad i guess kind of thing it's Mm -hmm. like we're not believed so whatever this white woman did it's not going to affect black women in any way it doesn't change anything for us and i just kind of feel like this is you can look at it as like oh no now white women won't be (laughs) believed or whatever but i also feel like he proved that you could be a man and be assaulted by women. Like it's now we've seen it very clear. How many male victims of domestic violence do we know that are out and proud about it? I'm a survivor of domestic violence by a woman. Like how many? I can't, I don't know any. I don't know. I mean, I hear about, I've seen like clips on Vlad TV. So sad. I don't watch it regularly, but I've seen clips on Vlad TV with like rappers being like, yeah, I was 14. That's what that was the first time I got my dick sucked by some older like who were being abused, but they don't they don't speak of it as abuse. Really, they make it seem like either they're proud of it or it's like this was a weird time of my life. Yeah. But I became a man. It's like, no, you were sexually abused. I mean, Chris Brown lost his quote unquote. I don't even view it as losing your virginity. Like he was basically molested assaulted oh. at age eight huh? and, yeah at the age of eight years old but he looks at it like i was such like i was the man already at eight that i and it's always by an older person like i think for him i can't remember if it was like she was 14 or what but like somebody older and then lil wayne even like talked about how when he he was hanging out with bait with birdman <laughs> mm-hmm. when he was like 10 and he got his Mm. he sucked at that age by a woman that they had brought around like a lot i mean that's a whole different aspect of it like being yeah it's just this whole culture with men of like being sexually assaulted it's not that you just got lucky and you like lost your virginity sooner than others and being abused whether your girlfriend slaps you pushes you hits you comes at you with a knife mm-hmm. it's like you don't feel comfortable saying that's domestic violence. I'm being right. abused by this woman. You you're told like, oh, come on, like you're bigger than her. Oh, it's just a woman like you can. You, it's not that serious. And it's like it is. It is. It is. It is. And so 
I mean, we literally saw somebody die of it. Like the Christian Obamselli case, like somebody literally mm-hmm. died because they would not leave their abuser for whatever reasons. So I'm just triggered by this because I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm very glad that she got exposed, but I'm seeing so many people be, I saw somebody that I follow on Twitter and she was just kind of very triggered and upset by this verdict because she was seeing herself in Amber and was like, oh, I've dated. Was I- it? Do you remember? It's not somebody famous. It's somebody that I know in real oh, life. Oh, never mind. Because, okay, I thought I saw that too. Never mind. Yeah, she was like, I, you know, had an abusive boyfriend, I guess, in her late teens, early late teens, early 20s. And he was so charming. That's a word I'm seeing a lot of people talk about now, charming Mm -hmm. and good looking. He was charming and good looking and rich. And when I was trying to say that he was abusing me, people didn't believe me at all. They actually believed him because he spun it on me. And then she ended up like having to go seek mental help. And that Mm -hmm. made it look even more like, oh, she's just crazy. Like she don't even, she's whatever. And so when he, when Johnny Depp won the case, it like, caused her to have uh, like to break down a little bit because it's Mm -hmm. like it's happening all over again like it i can i'm reliving what happened to me and i'm like no you're not i mean Mm -hmm. you are what you're experiencing is happening but this is not you like you didn't watch the trial then because you would clearly have known like she is lying and she's making a mockery of this this is not the same thing with you but Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people who don't know the specifics of the trial are just like this is a good looking wealthy white man mm-hmm. who was able who's like almost twice the age of this white woman who was able to bring in a bunch of people to speak up for him because he's charming and rich mm-hmm. and good looking and that's how he won this case and also yeah. she just didn't have i mean she even said herself i have mountains of evidence but the evidence wasn't evidencing like it wasn't mm-hmm. doing what it was supposed to do because mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of it was fabricated anyways uh, i'm just like if you watch the case I don't know. I, that, I'm, that's why I just can't help but feel like all of the people who are making a big thing of him winning mm-hmm. and some that I feel like they didn't watch the case. And some people have been like, well, she also won, too, because she did win her countersuit, but they only gave her two million, whereas they gave Johnny Depp 10 million plus five million in punitive damages, which mm-hmm. the judge then changed to three hundred fifty thousand because that's the cap in Virginia. Oh, OK, um, yeah. But why they, they do it in Virginia? Sorry. I don't, I don't know, dude. Okay. I don't know why they did it in Virginia. I'm not even sure of how she won her defamation suit, other than the fact that they were unable to prove that Johnny Depp's lawyer didn't say that because mm-hmm. of what was happening. Okay. You know, defamation is saying something that I guess they were unable to prove that the 911 call was a hoax. Mm. Because she has a friend who was speaking up and saying like no that was real but it's also this was the same friend that was living with you and johnny like johnny depp moved her friends in with them they had four penthouses in the same building and they let them like take one remember we talked about this oh uh, they God. let them I take just, one I'm of so them shocked about about money just being doing its thing like, i mean yeah that's why at first i was like i really don't care because he's he owns an island like this yeah. guy is fine but seeing like what all she was doing and i really believe it was just because she lucked out by attracting this man with so much money and wealth mm-hmm. and notoriety who had the pull to get her 
career somewhere because before Aquaman like I don't really know what she was in that anybody was like wow she did an amazing job or wow she's a standout actress people aren't even saying that today but Mm -hmm. you know he got her that role and Mm -hmm. she was able to fly around and do whatever he paid for her acting coach he owned an island like he covered the full wedding they got married on his island all of this stuff she really and her wanting to be in his will she obviously Mm -hmm. was like this was my ticket and he doesn't want to be with me anymore like I'm going to ruin him she also has borderline personality disorder, I heard which causes some reactions like this at times. So I'm like, you don't know enough. <laughs> and now you're making it almost like he should feel bad that he won mm-hmm. or that he shouldn't have filed the suit. And I'm like, so he should have just had his life, his reputation ruined, mm-hmm. his kids having to go everywhere and have people be like, your dad is a uh, not a murderer. Your dad is a, a an abuser and a wife yeah. beater. Like all Mm -hmm. that had to would have been his legacy. Mm -hmm. And that should have just stood because it potentially could mean that women may not be believed as easily in the future. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, that doesn't. That's why I was like, dude, if we can't even view that as a victory and that still is going to hurt people that like a wrong was righted, that people are still hurt. What's the point of anything? Like, what does it matter? I just think that the whole. I think the thing that still cracks my skull a little bit about this is why was this publicized in the way that it was? And it became a, it became a social phenomenon. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm like, just more confused than anything else. Like, it's not like, okay, yeah, Johnny Depp is famous, but this isn't like, I don't know, Barack and Michelle having like this big thing. It's like, I don't see him and, What's her face being this yeah. like long standing couple? So I don't know why. Right. Well, it's because they televised, they were streaming the court case. So typically in something like this, we wouldn't see every single thing yeah. that was happening too. Like he is a huge celebrity that a lot of people do like. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, the details that were coming out, I think more people as time went on started watching and getting interested because all of the stuff that was coming out was just very intriguing. And then thirdly, I just think this was the first of its kind Mm. like a man suing his ex-wife saying actually no you were physically abusing me and Mm. i'm about to prove it Mm -hmm. and that they're like he's an a-lister so it's like brad suing angelina i mean not angelina Mm. (laughs) i can't really think of another a-lister who's like married somebody no i'm trying to i'm trying to think of an a-lister who married somebody who was no like on the d-list and it's like um, because brad and angelina that duh that would make sense if we were streaming their court case about abuse we would all tune in for sure but like it's amber heard but it's johnny depp and he did lose his career over this so a lot was happening and i think some people did just need something light to watch where it's like either way this goes it won't really hurt us that's why i'm surprised at this ending that people now are like wow this is a huge step back for women because i didn't hear y'all say this shit before like i didn't hear y'all say this shit when it was filed or when the cases started or even in week two or three it's like y'all waited till it came through and now without Mm -hmm. knowing anything that went on you're like wow this sucks for women when i'm like this doesn't i don't feel like it sucks for women i feel like this is a one thing where it came to this level his burden of proof was so high so even if somebody wants to sue someone for defamation again do you know how high the burden of proof like you're not gonna win easily he won because he had the evidence that he needed because if she was muslim or she was black or both like all these women being like, I see myself in her when I was going through my trauma. Well, it would be different if she was black, white women would stay the fuck out of it. And it would be black women saying like, mm, yeah, you know, whatever. But I just don't see him with a black woman or 
that a black woman would be abused by him. And then mm. it, I just feel like it wouldn't have played out like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a black yeah. woman wouldn't do this. Nobody. Yeah. I don't know a black woman who would do this. Cause I feel like a black woman would definitely be like, let me hang in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me, let me be on my best behavior. This is fucking Johnny Depp. Like he mm. was a babe in the nineties and two thousands. Like, mm. whew. Mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like if you are upset that, a person who was actually a domestic violence victim was able to speak up and get their reputation back and prove right. that the person was lying. It's like if Courtney Taylor was actually arrested after claiming domestic violence and fighting mm-hmm. for her life and being like, wow, this is a huge setback for women because this woman killed her boyfriend mm-hmm. and had no evidence and was obviously lying. But wow, what does this mean for women who kill their boyfriends and don't have any evidence of abuse? You know, like it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, then... So nobody who is lying should actually get in trouble for lying because right. it could potentially make all women look bad. I just wish we would stop. I feel like when you say it, it breathes life into this. Like when you already claim this is horrible for women, it's going to nobody's going to believe us. It's like you're just perpetrating mm-hmm. that idea when it doesn't have to be that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that, again, like specific women will see themselves in specific women and white women will see themselves in white women and barely in any other race of women unless they feel pity and feel like oh let me save you or something like that so like that is part of it too i've never seen white women identify with a black woman ever they've been very quiet on the megan the stallion tory thing that's another thing like look at that nobody believes like people who believe megan are like 75 percent 75% 75% of black women. Yeah. Because yeah, not even true. a lot of black women are like the pick niches. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, no, I mean, they are. They're like, I just don't. She be changing her story too much. Like she don't. I don't like stuff where I'm like, you really don't look at her and like, how do you not believe that? But yeah. Anyways, white women are silent on that because they don't care. It has yeah. Been, oh, that's just ghetto black people shit. We don't know anything about that. Right. That's not our business. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Meg, sorry, just not to shift the thing. The no, subject. shift the thing because I think we're uh, done here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Meg has, I guess she has a sponsorship with Nike or something like that. So she has like a run on the Nike run app. And usually when I see celebrities, when they have like a guided run, I'm just like, I'm not going to listen to this because it's one thing to have like an actual coach talking to you, but I don't want to hear, you know... Mina Harris or something like I believe in you let's go I'll be like shut up you have money but Ma- oh she woke me up she was very motivational like Aww. it was really good so all, all y'all listening to it even if you just like want to walk to her guided run walk or whatever listen to it because it's really good I'm finna listen to it again I was like I feel inspired yeah. to move I really want the best for her that's why I'm like stop talking about the case until it it yeah. happens and just let's very much hope that that the, that he gets found guilty because I just every time she talks about it and then it, uh, the round of people who don't believe her have to be aroused and awakened and like, oh, yes, now we have to remind you that we don't believe her. and She's a liar. She's trying to bring down the black man. <laughs> I'm like, I really need Tory Lanez to be found guilty of this and I need her to not say anything else about it. And just I don't even know how that court. I mean, that court case is like happening in the fall, I believe. Oh, is it? I'm not sure. They keep pushing it back. So I'm not sure. There's already people who are like, how come she can talk about it and he can't? And I'm like, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. I feel like he's constantly on the brink of deportation. So maybe that's why he's just like, I know why he can't. He can't because like, ah, I just feel like if you are accused of like murder or Mm -hmm. assault with a deadly weapon like that, it's illegal for you to be speaking on. I mean, either way, your your attorneys will tell you to be quiet. Yeah. But at this point, it's like, I think 
there's a gag order on him because it's like you're basically harassing and re-victimizing your victim That's true, with yeah. this every time you try to say she's lying on you like with her why she's able to speak about it i mean itbh just feel like she shouldn't speak on it period whether she's allowed yeah. to or not i feel like she's said enough we've already heard you and just let's see what happens in court and hope that at least even if he doesn't get found guilty that the rest of us are smart enough to pay attention to finding out that it was he's not guilty on a technicality because i don't think it'll be not guilty like he definitely didn't do it and we have proof that he didn't do it we know who right. did i think it, it would be like a technicality one, yeah one smidgen of doubt that'll be it'll be like, like the gun we couldn't find his fingerprints on the gun and kelsey mm-hmm. had gunpowder on her so like we can't we can't say definitively it'll be like a technicality so that's why i'm like oof. hopefully like it's just i because she seems amazing like i don't know her as a person and i don't like her music anymore but <laughs> really not even plan b i, like I haven't heard it i'm telling you i just don't like the the fake thought shit where it's like you have mm-hmm. a full-ass boyfriend and you went out of your way to tell people i have a low body count i only fuck my boyfriends like it's like so then why are you like out here like i'm a pimp <laughs> I mean, if you didn't know any better, if you heard Plan B or like for anyone who's heard that song, it's definitely like, fuck you, fuck men, get money, independent. I'm going to be independent till I die. And she just like, pressed stop. Yeah. Yeah. She was just in her home studio, pressed stop and then went upstairs and got, you know. Yeah. I heard she was going in. So maybe it's good for people who are in that frame of mind absolutely i'm sure it's great for them but i just also feel like i don't know like i'm tired of listening to people purport this identity that's like not super helpful to women all the time Mm. or that you don't even really live by yeah because i'm just really tired of the like i'm a fuck on this guy i'm a fuck on that guy let's fuck (laughs) (laughs) fuck his best friend like (laughs) let's (laughs) let's all be hot (laughs) i mean i'm i like the idea of being a hot girl but like i just feel like a lot of it is like make sure you're telling people to practice safe sex and also be careful who they sleep with because a lot of people are manipulating you and like you'll feel really shitty that you slept with some people if you act like sex isn't a big deal so Mm, maybe be a little bit more mindful as you get Mm. older and promote (laughs) consent and healthy relationships above and beyond anything else but that's not the vibe that's not the wave right now (laughs) how do you even do that in rap the closest it's gotten is jack harlow saying (laughs) in what's popping oh where he says i'm drinking water and wearing protection (laughs) (laughs) he just says basic sex health that that is the closest we've ever gotten to hearing a rapper say anything about (laughs) safe sex because they don't they don't talk about that they just talk about the all the nasty things they do when they're in the heat of it but they don't also say i mean i like honestly that line stuck out to me and I, that's when i was like let me keep listening <laughs> I was like, when I, no when you're on the treadmill and you're running mm-hmm. and you're like hearing this guy big himself up and he's like i'm drinking water and wearing protection i'm like fuck yeah we are we're drinking <laughs> water and we are wearing protection or using protection like i like that oh before we go <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> I don't know enough about this yet, but oh, Jack wait. Harlow is nominated for like a BET award for best new artist. Along, um, well, no, best male artist. Oh. Let me, is this worth looking up real quick? He's nominated for best male artist along with like Drake and Kanye. I'm not surprised. I'm definitely not surprised. Let's see, Jack Harlow. 
And then is is there someone like, I don't know, Kendrick, who's not nominated because the issue that people have is that Lil Nas X isn't nominated for anything at the BET Awards. Interesting. 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 Let's see. Let me just scour this article really quickly. Yes. Lil Nas X sarcastically thanks BET Awards for outstanding zero nominations. Um, and let's see what they say about Jack Harlow, who is up for best male hip hop artist. For what? Actually, it, his most I recent mean, album <sighs> that just came out like last month. Um, I don't know if he's nominated for anything else. I was let, let me see if I can find the actual just list. Because at least Lil Nas X he had like several singles and a lot of song- songs that like went DBT award nominations. Doja Cat leads with six. Which, of course, she wins everything. Like, she's just universally liked. Let's oh see. Best male rap. Well, see, why don't you just tell me which ones Jack Harlow is under? <laughs> Best collaboration with Kid featuring Justin Bieber. For Essence <laughs> Remix? Yeah. Yeah. That's fast. Uh, Best male hip-hop artist drake future j cole jack harlow kanye west kendrick lamar Lil baby he does not belong in this list of people that's such an interesting mix that's uh, but see everybody else makes sense but jack harlow does not he's by far the outlier and not because he's white but because it's like these are not as established yeah drake future kanye and kendrick jack harlow Sometimes I think, especially BET Awards, they're always trying to get people to tune in. So they might yeah. have just done that because I'm sure Macklemore was nominated back in the day for no reason. So not at the BET Awards, was he? I know he won the Grammy for best. Oh, was he? I uh, mean, I don't best know. Hip hop album that year. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I thought he stopped making music after that. Do you know he has more music? <laughs> he does. Oh, I thought he stopped. And he, like, he yeah, I don't listen to the radio at all. And they love to play shit on the radio. I, when I was what? Uh, apparently when I was driving, when I was being driven from the airport to my hotel in Seattle, this song came on and I looked and it was Macklemore featuring Kesha. And wow, I was like, two. it is like uh, one of those top 40 stations. And I was like, he's still making, I thought he quit. I thought he I, like retired after he mistakenly won. <laughs> mistakenly won 10 years ago. And he's, years still, ago. he's still, he's <laughs> still. What does he look like today? I'm sure he's oh, weird. I wouldn't even want to look at him. I, I, I just remember that. thinking about the song. Kesha sounds great. This should just be her. Like the chorus was the kind of chorus that I'm like, this should just be its own song, like just her singing. Like, why is I hate when rap and pop artists come together? I know, like Dark Horse with Juicy J, oh like my California gosh. Girls with I need uh, Katy Perry with rappers. I don't like because I'm just like it just doesn't. Even uh, Taylor Swift's Bad Blood with Kendrick, mm-hmm. I was like it levitating with the baby and Dua Lipa. Oh my god, like that <laughs> so <laughs> random. It doesn't go together. It just doesn't work so i don't like when they do it's just a cash grab every time it absolutely yes. is. so people are mad about that and i agree because obviously lil nas x has made a bigger impact on music globally just all over he's way more popular than jack harlow industry baby is the number one song for let me confirm that yeah i feel like industry baby has a billion streams so it's way more than any streams that jack harlow has oh, i'm sure because I, I know i was i was part of it i was listening to that song heavy back then. yeah so industry baby has a billion three hundred thirty five million and then so on streams first class has 273 million mm-hmm. and it's listed as his most popular but i'm assuming that's because it's more streamed now right now yeah 
maybe. But yeah, Industry Baby really put him on and mm-hmm. put him into the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I mean, yeah, he's been making music. I love his verse on Industry Baby. I do too. I think it's fun. <laughs> I love the song Industry Baby. It's the I only do. Lil Nas X song I really like a lot. <laughs> I like Scoop too. That's a fun song. I don't know. It, is Doja? it from Montero? Yeah, it's a fun I song. I didn't listen to the full album. It's just too pop for me. Maybe that's why they didn't nominate him because they were like, you're more of a pop artist than a uh, a hip hop artist, best male hip hop. Do you think Lil Nas X is hip hop? I mean, no, but is Doja? Is she nominated for best female hip hop or just female she artists? Oh, okay. That's a good question. I, I mean, know. but see, the thing about Doja that's upsetting people is like the root of the issue is she is not in one genre. Yeah. So they will put her in best R&B and people will be like, she's not R&B. Right. And then they'll put her in best hip hop or best rap. People will be like, she's not like that. So it's like she sings, she raps. I don't know. Kiss mm-hmm. me more. Is that R&B or that's pop, right? That's pop. Yeah. What about the woman song? Is that R&B? Or pop. I don't know. It has it yeah, it has a bunch of stuff. But I mean with Nikki, Nikki was doing pop in like the early 2010s and they she was always a hip hop. Yeah, they never they never said she was pop. pop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean know. it's very obviously just a homophobic thing. Saucy Santana is not nominated for anything either. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. They very much are just like we don't want to give yeah. any power or light on these queer artists. But they were get- let me not say that. Never mind. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's fucked up because I mean, can you imagine if Lil Nas X was nominated for Best Male and he won? They would be so mad. Oh, Ti would have exploded. Oh my god! I immediately <laughs> thought of him like the the rants that these people would go on talking about the state of hip hop. <laughs> We're in crisis. If somebody like Lil Nas X can be nominated for Best Male Hip Hop and win against Kanye and Drake and Future, our our kings, our kings are, we, are being, <laughs> our kingdoms are being right. taken from us. That's so much to the fact that they would rather put Jack Harlow, who everybody agrees that his album was basura. Like Mm -hmm. everybody agrees that that last album was bad Mm -hmm. and he's up there. Why do they even have seven nominees? Why do you need that many? It's just because they want him to come. They want people to come. Jack Harlow is probably going on tour to support his new album. Um, Somebody, Kendrick, is definitely going to go on tour to support. And it's all like- I mean, he's already- uh, We saw the tickets are on sale. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Was it you or was it somebody on Twitter who's like, how are they going to perform We Cry Together? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. (laughs) Just be sitting in the audience like, oh my God, please. Yeah, I, I really don't like that album. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I, I just don't. It's not for me. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be for me. But they play yeah, I, stuff I on the radio all the time, though. So I'm looking at that category. I predict that best mm-hmm. male rap is going to go to. BT. Wait, 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 wait. How did they? So they nominated Doja for best R&B pop artist and best rap, best rap. <laughs> They're getting sloppy. What's going on? For women. So, like, she's there against Chloe, Ari Lennox, her, Jasmine Sullivan, Jasmine Sullivan, Mary J. Blige, and what? Summer Walker. So what the fuck is this category if Mary J. Blige okay. is next to Chloe? What the fuck is that? And then she's also in Best Female Hip Hop Artist with Cardi B, Lotto, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Sweetie. That statistically is not right. That's very loaded. Like I mean, she unless has they like put her in the both, team. I guess. What if she wins both? If she wins both, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> she should start feeling guilty at this point. Like, I know. Damn. Like, but I mean, how can she? It's like, what is my category? I don't have one. So they right. put me in whatever. It's not my fault. I'm better. Because okay. I mean, against these female hip hop artists, I don't think she'll take that. But I think she'll definitely win best R&B pop. How do you even put R&B pop in the same? That's weird. Why don't they just separate pop and then nominate like Normani and Doja and elevate black women who do pop? Yeah. Yeah. In the best male hip hop, I feel like Kendrick's going to take it. Uh, Yeah. They have best movie at the BET Awards. It's all black. It's black everything. It's your Candyman, Space Jam, (laughs) King Richard. Respect. The harder they fall, that's interesting. Best actor. Yeah, that is so true. Actress. This movie, I just, that's really funny because these movies don't even make any sense together. <laughs> <laughs> they have Summer of Soul, a documentary next to Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Children's movie. Next to The Harder They Fall and Candyman. <laughs> and Respect. Like, how the fuck do you pick? <laughs> it's like one from every genre. It's literally them like, let's just fucking, where were all the black people last year? Let's just Exactly. <laughs> I think King Richard could win. I hope so, because I like that the most of all of them. I'm telling you, though, I don't know what's happening with Will Smith. Like, I can't tell. I don't know. I learned that Jada is a Scientologist. I did not know that. I thought what Will was the Scientologist. No, I, she's the main one. Who's she's supposed. the one. I didn't know that. But and she's he, been hush on it and like tried to. Did she cop to it officially? No, I. someone just told me that. And I oh, was like, OK. Oh, I thought it was that's little. rumors because they have said that they're not. But Leah Remini said that they are. Yeah, because I, I was watching her show last night. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, apparently she Jada spoke on the slap on her show and I didn't mm. watch. I didn't watch. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear whether she because she gives me that she would probably say it wasn't right. And I didn't need him to do it. And I'm like, if you're not going to 100 percent stand behind him and say, fuck y'all, this is a family ordeal, like mm -hmm. stay out of it. Right. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I really don't want to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so unfortunate that that whole family especially with the two with the the page the patriot and the matriarch have just devolved into this like circus media thing with the that's what happens when you tell everybody everything why did you tell everybody things why did you even have if you knew that you were sleeping with august alcina at that time why did you put him on the show Mm, i still think she shouldn't have even been sleeping with him i don't in a relationship with him he was half her age and had drug issues Mm -hmm. like she was supposed to be like meant yeah uh-huh. she should have been mentoring him not sleeping with him so that was already a failure on her part mm-hmm. and then just having this red table let's it's a safe space open let's talk about everything i was like why did no, <laughs> no <it's> like <laughs> even the fact that she and will had a talk about the august alcina thing i was like you made it worse yeah worse we didn't need all they that. should have just been like bitch we knew he knew about it it was fine mm-hmm. he's had his girlfriends like stay out of grown folks business but instead they made it like a they acted like he didn't know or like he was her buy it or something right that's where i'm like you're letting us too in like we're too involved we're too too much inside of it like we don't need to be yeah you got fucking laverne cox saying haha here's to more entanglement oh goodness me uh yeah i can't stand her (laughs) i just Uh, feel like saying that like it was a joke fuck off like (laughs) but anyways we can wrap up the episode we were all over the place with this i know we were i was just about to say like i mean another tangent um but we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. We will see you in the next one, whenever that may be. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.